0: Welcome to the Chronicles of the Event Ninja. This is Ninja, aka G L, and on today's podcast, I have Citizen GG or Citizen514 on Twitter. Uh, the owner and founder of Livet Gaming, livit.gg, And as another sports organization owner, I'm diving into what is his mindset on being an organizer, a manager of an esports team. And we dive into topics on 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 how can you expand yourself within an organization? How do you expand yourself in the esports scene? Because it's not only about a player. So his grassroots was being a player and everything, but now he is a manager and, and there's an entire different psychology and everything. And we align on a lot of topics and everything. And he's going to, we're going to dive in on what does it mean? What, what kind of uh, games that we should expect live at gaming and everything and how his partnership with different players, different organization, different, um, Uh, sponsorship uh so we have uh so he's partnered off with uh ashko pc my boy francis carroll uh, who designed custom rigs in order to get the highest performance on your gaming uh, level now after that we have pulse chair uh that he is sponsored by and obviously we're going to talk about the fact that his team has a code up for g fuel uh you know g fuel is taking over Uh, The landscape of eSports in terms of energy drink and no crash system. I just got my package like today out of the blue and everything. Amazing. Um, And we're going to talk about how he was blessed and the fact that he got a sponsorship with them and and everything. Uh, So there's a lot of talks. Uh, All the links going to be in the description of the episode. So stay tuned. And welcome, Citizen GG. Hey, what's up? This is the first time you we actually
1: talk voice to voice because you never actually saw me at the land. Yeah, no, I mean you're a ninja, right? So it's kind of <laughs> kind of hard to spot you and get a conversation with you. But uh, no, it's true. It is the first time that we do voice to voice. It's uh, yes, yes, it's uh, not actually put a voice to someone. <laughs> Trust me, especially not actually meeting someone in person too. So like. It's, it's a first step, I guess. Right. So it's like our, it is a first step and like our first professional date together before we can actually <laughs> go on a second one at a land or something. Right?
0: <laughs> and it's so funny is the fact that uh, a lot of people from your org, including yourself, actually use some of my pictures, like to, you know, like profile pic retweet and which I'm thankful for it and they're, stuff like that. And great, it's like,
1: I mean, in all fairness, like you really know how to capture the environment, like the environment. Right. So like every picture that you do take, you get the emotion you, you whether it's you know the con the, the player being concentrated or just you know a happiness or uh you know messing around and and you get a real nice environment feel with your pictures so nothing staged everything's real there's real emotion to it so yeah so and on top of uh, that i captured and i think that's where i come into play because of the fact that i've
0: been in the nightlife and everything i want to get the atmosphere be dark like a land right you know i don't mm. use any flashes or anything because you it's all the computer system it's everything is like super dark and like you try to see who's who and what well and everybody's just concentrating on the screen and everything but on the flip side at, at the past land at for example you also joke around with like your teammates and yourself like <laughs> and, and like as i was releasing all the photos i'm like what kind of captions can i put on Onto you, so that I can't. Because yeah. I'm wondering what the hell is going on. Uh, well, there's no, there's of... no context, right? So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> but you do have fun at, at at the lands, right? Ever since ever since I've spotted you and stuff like that.
1: Well, so I mean, I I've basically evolved from like playing to managing, right? So mm-hmm. like, I don't really play anymore at lands. So when nothing's really going on, I got to find ways to entertain myself. Um, so, you know, whether it's just connecting with other players from other orgs or talking to other org owners or, um, you know, speaking to companies that are there with their booths or, uh, even just going around meeting players and just, you know, walking around and discovering new people. Um, sometimes, you know, there's only so much walking around you can do in a certain set square footage. Right. So, uh, you know, we, 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 we try and, uh, we try and make sure that it never gets boring. That's
0: awesome. And now, so it's a sad year for for land and Lanoteas was the last one that you know actually happened and everything, and we were and usually like by September we would have DreamHack and we were blessed the fact that Montreal gets DreamHack on a yearly basis and it's been four years um, that they've actually had it and now they we're gonna unfortunately skip uh, on that but I find that the fact that Livid big. Like big banner, big org, and you're all clustered and, and everything. You guys are technically a family when you are around everything. Like I, I see the, the the banner
1: and everything and talk talk to me how that feels. Um. Well, for me, the whole aspect of the org is not like we didn't start the org in order to you know become a business. It was more of a passion project for us, right? Yeah. Um. So you know our incomes and and. Our stuff that comes in is is basically on our careers on the side. Um, So this is more of a whatever money I have extra, we dump into it. Um, And, you know, we try and and give as much as possible that we can to the players. Um, You know, being an enthusiast myself and, you know, professional um, comp play. When I was younger, it was always like, oh, yeah, I want to be professional, you know, video game uh, athlete, if you want to call it that way, um, but we never really had the resources, um, and there was no one really guiding us. There was no one really, you know, working for us and like pushing in order to get new sponsors and and new deals and and so on and so forth. So, being able, you know, to use the experience that I have on like the marketing aspect of things with other projects that I've done in the past, I'm able to you know approach different companies and, you know, approach different uh, partners and, and do good work with them in order to give the best that we can to our players. And on top of that, you've
0: had long staying partners, right? It's not just a one-off. Yeah. It's not a momentary thing. Uh, I know that you par- partner up with uh, my boy Francis uh, Carroll from uh, Oshko.
1: From Oshko, yes. Like, I, I know um, that you I mean, rage we...
0: heavily on the fact that you guys, your boys went
1: on the finals without the
0: Oshko PCs.
1: <sighs> I mean, you know i'm not going to i'm not going to come down on the organization of, of the LAN itself mm-hmm. um but it is frustrating to you know sometimes especially when you're at such a high level um the components that you play on are super important um and and you know just the fact that we were having a lot of pc issues on stage uh it, it's it's really tilting for a player right so when you have a player that comes up and they're ready and they've been they've been fragging out all day and you know it's they just feel really good and then it's game time no problem let's get it we get on stage and then oh we can't play we have to wait for another computer because something's happening or oh there's a screen issue or you know it's just one thing after another where you know dead pc dead pc dead pc and then once we're not on a play, no like we're all human right so it ends up tilting us mm-hmm especially so, like it's
0: it, at it's at the final leg of the land too like it's exactly from friday to sunday and you
1: had to grind it out and you're there you you have to yeah, be I'm present like, and, and stuff yeah, like it's it. it's rough it, it is rough but you know it's it's part of the game um you know we can't we can't i mean we can't really blame anyone I, I mean once we're not the computer shit the bed the computer shit the bed right so um at the end of the day it's just it's unfortunate but, um, but no, it's just, you know, it's just the thing of the, the whole family aspect too. Like when we go to lands, we make sure that everybody's together We're you know, we make sure that, um, everybody's taken care of, uh, the, the ticket scenario as well for our teams that we make sure that our competitive players ever, they don't have to worry about anything. Uh, and, you know, like we were talking about our partners, uh, Oshko this year was, was an incredible help. You know, the players just had to show up um francis was nice enough to have all of his pcs installed they were all stress test every uh, stress tested and everything was ready for them to go uh, it was a really really great experience for them and they really enjoyed that uh that little attention um only that he you know, was there presently with with you watching them yep. uh, play and everything and that's what i like too about um you know the partners that we do have they're very passionate about what they do uh, and they're very passionate about the teams that they do um partner up with and, uh, Francis is actually, I've, he's a very passionate person and I really, really like, uh, working with him. It's, you see it like it's not, he doesn't just see us as clients. He just, he sees us as, term, um, you know, a, a, an extension of, yeah. of who he is as a person and who, who they are as a company. So it's, uh, they're, they're one of the, I mean, every partnership that we, um, sort of like that we go for and every partnership that we do work with companies, they all have their different. Um, you know, aspects of, of how great they are. Um, but it's, it's just, you know, it's a certain attention that I, we do have that more personal uh, approach with Oshko since, you know, they are local, they are very present in the scene as well. So it's really nice to have that um, when it comes to uh, the events that we go to.
0: And it helps to, to help one local theater, especially, you know, like right now with the pandemic and everything, it's good to bring up uh, the, a very good, strong partnership between two local, Uh, grounds you as being in Montreal, him being in Montreal too. And it's like, well,
1: even, even pre COVID. um, I think that's my, my ideology when it comes to anything. Um, You know, obviously you can't restrict yourself within the borders because there are some amazing companies around the world and amazing people uh, to partner up with. However, if I can get the same service, if not better service and have someone that's really attached um, to the idea and to the project, and I can support local, that's usually my first go.
0: And how many local have you been partner up with? I know some of the major ones, but let's run down a few that, you know, that you've partnered with that that's been local.
1: So, I mean, local, we have, well, Canadian obviously, um, because there weren't any like gaming chair companies here in Montreal that I knew of. Um, but we did decide to partner up with pulse labs, uh, rather than go with, you know, any other, um. Chair gaming chair company that exists just because that they were a Canadian based company, um, and they have been grinding uh, really hard to get into the market. So we decided that we wanted to uh, to push for them. Uh, I also like not because we're sponsored. I also had a chair before by them, um, by them. So and that's something too. Like I always, I always purchase the product before and then make my own assumption and whether it's you know a product that I want to stand behind. Um, so it's not like oh who can give us you know free shit. Right, that's that's not what I look for yeah, because because yeah. you you're not an me... influencer off the bat. Well, right? like... but but it's not even a thing of being an influencer. Right, even on like the personal things that the personal projects that I go about on the influencer side and like the brand ambassador side of things that I do, if I don't believe in a product, I won't push it because it doesn't and... feel natural talking about it. I and mean, like, as you... but even if like I, like I could bullshit about a, about a product, you give me a product and you tell me like, listen, and I'll give you ten thousand dollars to push the product. Okay, give me ten minutes. I'll come up with a bullshit speech. It's not a problem. But at the end of the day, that's not who I am. Like I, I can't. Like there's more. There's more in life to money. Like in all fairness, and that's that's what it is. Like I can't sit there and be like, yeah, you guys should buy this. This is great. When in reality, like I don't use it. I don't. I don't fuck with it. And like, you know, I, I just, I don't know. It's just not me. Yeah, it's like trashing.
0: Uh, it's like ha- having uh, like working for Apple, but you're having a Google phone or vice versa like. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you don't believe in the brand and if you don't believe in the product, it's not gonna. Fly. Exactly. Why push it?
1: You Why know what, what I mean? It. For a couple of extra dollars, it's just I don't know. I can't do it. I, I I'm, I'm, nope I can't. I can't sleep at night knowing that I'm screwing people over. Like it's just really not a. It's not a thing for me. Okay, so that's uh, the the chairs. That's one. Yeah. Um, uh, and then we had Oshko as well. Uh, gaming PCs, uh, amazing gaming PCs. If in all fairness, I've been, I actually have mine that's being built right now, which I cannot wait to show you guys because it's it's a full custom build. Really, um, we you're, were, you're yeah. building what? Like you have one from them already, right? Um, so the one that I'm that I'm on right now Streaming is, and everything. yeah. So the one that I'm playing on right now is um, a PC that he built uh, while waiting for oh, my okay. PC. Um, he was, I think this is like the, his media PC or the, like the, the PC that he gives to reviewers and stuff like that, uh, in order to like test out his product and give them like the ideas of, of what they think basically. Um, so I've been playing on this for a while. um, just waiting for, you know, parts to come in and stuff like that with COVID, everything was a little slower. Oh yeah. But, um, we have a really, really nice build coming. uh, Um, and I'm really excited. Yeah. It's eventually going to be water cooled. Um, right now it's just air cooled. Okay. Uh, but I will I will eventually do a custom loop uh, AI with AIO them. and everything. Uh, right now it has an AIO, but I'm saying like a custom closed loop, like my other PC used to be, like with the you saw it. I think the Pepmo Bismol. You uh, see? <laughs> <PC. laughs> yes. Yes. So um, we're gonna go with something like really, really, really custom. But for now, I just want to go air cooled and just wait up um because i might change you know graphic card later on and stuff like that so yeah because um, every year like uh, w- going something's to gonna great. come out and let's see
0: what does it mean right like right now i think they're pushing for pci uh four right now for the new it's like i
1: got a 9900k and a 2080 super and like they already have the 10th generation intel's out coming in a couple of months and i'm like shit <laughs> i'm like yeah like, that's the dir- hmm, that's the but... dirty game of building a pc like oh uh, it's rough
0: and like a lot of people don't know, like, yes, I'm a photographer and I, but I'm in tech. I, I do code and I used to build my own machine and I still built my own machine and my machine's still living it and stuff all like that. And usually I gave, I usually uh, resell it to my uh, finance guy because he only mm-hmm. cares about PDFs and, and make sure that it doesn't crash on him and stuff like that. So to him, like as long as I have enough RAM to run Google Chrome and stuff like that, he's, he's a happy go-lucky guy. Yeah, for and, sure. and actually, uh, was it yesterday? Yesterday, I decided to adventure into an ITX machine. Okay. So I'm going to build my little ITX. So basically, I bought a a Kickstarter box called a Mjolnir from Thorzone. It looks it looks like uh, the Razer's uh, eGPU box. So the external graphics card encasing. In, in so oh, okay, okay. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So it's going to be that form factor. Only because so I can declutter my desk nice. and, and stuff like that, but I've studied like 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 crazy, and the, and because of COVID nineteen, all the suppliers are always overseas. So Taiwan, China, Sweden, and stuff like that. So I and can't not
1: just that, like all the chipsets are made overseas. All yep. the exactly. the factories, everything is made overseas. So as soon as COVID shut down, I mean, I have I've got some some friends that um, and partners that work for different companies like computer. Uh, component like companies and like water cooled and et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I was even talking to them when I went to PAX uh, in Boston. And uh, they were even saying like, our warehouses are, are running dry. And yep. they're like, we don't even know if we can fulfill the orders coming in because all the factories that are usually running at like 40,000 employees are running at 200. Yep. So it's like, Oh my God, what's going on? Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's the pandemic really screwed over a lot of companies and you can see it, like whether it's automotive, whether it's esports, whether it's, um, you know, even every day, look at, uh, Victoria's secret. Perfect example. I mean, well, Victoria's even Starbucks. They, Starbucks
0: is about to exit out from Canada. 200, yeah, 200, 200 and 200 in the States as well. Yeah. There, there's that. You just mentioned Victoria's secrets. There's a
1: lot of clothing line. You um, Two that-, that closed down their stores in Quebec um there's there's a lot of there's a lot of companies going uh under um well um what's the word i'm looking for under the water bankruptcy protection yeah bankruptcy protections
0: uh there there's so, there's a few more that that were really shocking that they decided to to go under too like and then it's hmm. like what's going on and people think that oh everybody's just decided to jump on you know the twitch bandwagon and stuff like that it's like that's a first off, it's momentarily it's nice that you got your influx and everything but but the but then after that uh like there there's other stuff that needs to to readapt it to to the life and everything and and everything so basically covid nineteen really hit on every angle and everything but it also creates other opportunity right so
1: it does it does but you know unfortunately there's a lot of companies that'll have to go under and a lot of new companies that'll be coming out but uh you know these just perfect example. I was talking to it to one of my, um, uh, one of my buddies that were working on the, uh, the new project for the the Raptor and one of the biggest automotive part companies just went under and another company picked up all of their stock, all of their, their websites, their infrastructure, their software for like eight cents onto the dollar.
0: That's a eight
1: cents on the dollar.
0: That's, uh, that's, uh, incredible. That's you know incredible. what I mean? So like
1: you just became, you know, because you have the capital and they're done, you just became the biggest automotive parts company in the world. And there's no one that can compete with you. It's ridiculous. It's opportunity. But that's I mean, like, even if it like, it's, it's, it's an opportunity, but at, at the end of the day, the trade-off is someone else is going to starve. And that's, that's where you're going to see a huge shift in, um, like the top one percent, for example, you're going to see a huge shift in companies uh, going under. In new millionaires, millionaires that used to be millionaires becoming broke. Yeah, there's going to be a huge shift in power. Yeah, I, um, I mean, like,
0: like you mean, think about the hospitality industry plus the air, air airplane industry and all that. Is like they got boned. Like when Ace Air Canada announced like uh, that the, the fact that they're in trouble they they furloughed. they they brought some people back and now they're gonna announce another round and i was like okay guys <laughs> what's going on here
1: <laughs> oh it's it's everybody's trying to fend for themselves and everybody's trying to survive that's basically what it is but uh yeah no uh you know coming back to what we we're talking about there for partners and stuff like that it's it's like i said it's really important for me to support local uh and we try to do so as much as possible right uh you know unfortunately there's some companies that you know we can't because they're in other countries they're another the country, country, and
0: they're a huge factor too. Like, you know, uh, G-Fuel.
1: Yes. G-Fuel. <laughs> and, and I'm like, oh. The sweet nectar of G-Fuel. The sweet
0: nectar mm. of G-Fuel,
1: 30% off with Live It. Um, actually, by the time this is going to be out, uh, I, I think we might have another round of 30%. So June 24th to the 26th, mm-hmm. um, there's going to be another 30% off. Uh, right in time for Saint Jean Baptiste, so if you guys want to get some uh, some really 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 fun stuff, and I've used uh, it. Like, it, like like <laughs> I've used the code, so so <laughs> I I, I, like,
0: like like I mean I, I, I support the voice. Like I was looking for for a code,
1: like the the, the
0: Asian and me just decided like what what deal can I, are out there. Well, the for world
1: sure, world. it's all. I mean, it, I, it's everybody's like that, right? Like uh, even sometimes if my code's at ten percent, but I have someone else's code at thirty percent, I'll just be like, yo, like my boy's code's at 30 use his, you know, like it's, it's really, it's at the end of the day, like you're supporting the company itself, whether you're using my code or another code. Yes, for sure. It helps us because, you know, once we're not, we do get, uh, you know, kickbacks from the company that could help the players, but you know, I'm I'm not going to force you to take a 10% code. If there's another 30% code, by all means, like I want you guys to get the best deal possible. And we, and we get wrecked by shipping. (laughs) Oh, that's, so that's the thing, right? Um, International shipping sucks with anything you buy. Yeah. So, what I usually tell my friends is that if you're going to buy G Fuel and you want to use the 30% code or you want to use any code or whatever, fine. But don't buy one tub. People who buy one tub and get hit with that $16 US for the international shipping, you're paying half of your tub in shipping. So, what I tell them is like, look, if you guys are three, four friends that, that drink G Fuel, I'm like, even if you go with a couple of randoms on a group or something, if you guys all team up and you're like listen we all want a tub and you get six or seven people that buy a tub you get your 30 percent off and then your 16 bucks divided by seven people you're paying under three dollars for shipping then you're winning actually they raised was the a team of shipping, effort yeah. during the covid did they but well, i mean that's not that no no right? that's no. no. that's that's the entire number, right? yeah. economy whatever it is yeah but again like always power in numbers yeah, yeah it's always when it has to do with anything group buys are always the best no that's for sure and like you
0: have to be uh, smart about you, you, it's just like with anything, shipping, okay. That's your base price. To start rounding around. Yeah, sure. Your bill, yeah. like for example, G Fuel, uh, I bought four by your recommendation on, on, on that one. I was like, okay. That, and my last round of G Fuel, I look at my calendar. I think I ordered it in Black Friday era. Uh-huh. And so, basically, it lasted me. So, basically, like you, you in it for the long run. Instead of like buying one, pay shipping; buy one for shipping, or buy two.
1: Well, yeah, you save you save too, right? Because if you are buying one tub at a time, or two at I a mean, time, mean one tub every month, or even two at a time, or whatever. But I am saying, even if you buy one tub at a time, a lot of people like to buy one tub, but you buy one tub at a time, the shipping hits you. Like it's not really worth it. I always tell the guys, listen, buy five, six tubs if you can, if you can, if you can afford it, of course. Because once you know, you know, the U.S. dollar is, you know, it's, it's a little yeah, higher. I mean, the Canadian dollar is shitty, but yeah, the U.S. Oh, yeah, dollar is yeah, yeah. higher. So once we're not, you know, $35 U.S. is like 7,000 Canadian. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, we can't go with Vegas oh. uh, on this round. <laughs> God. But uh, no, G Fuel, uh, listen, I've, the company itself, I, before we got the sponsorship, I mean, I, I know you, you wanted to know like how we got the sponsorship. Um, so I was a longtime customer uh for about two years um because to me they went they record. came in out of nowhere like like oh no they've been around for so a that's while the, that's the weird Just part at- like
0: you know I, now it's a, it's strictly tied to gamer based esports and because of uh dr uh i mean uh ninja and all the org uh, face clan and, and stuff like that. now you're in it and so like i'm like okay what's going on and i look at the ingredients i'm conscious of the, the ingredients because i do keto uh so i have to make sure that uh um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, no no carbs low, low carbs no no carbs and depending on the ingredients and so I'm like and every land each time I tell them all my friends and all my coworkers how much monster drinks I consume and that's like 15 uh non-sugar version uh I'm mm-hmm. wired to the bone but then again bad habits from from university days is accounted for
1: but see that's that's a thing right so the product itself, the, the reason why I really like the product, A, no sugar. Um, apart from that, is like the flavors are always spot on. It's boosted with vitamins. There's absolutely no crash. So like if I drink a G-Fuel, I'm energized. I got the I have the focus. Like it, it tastes great. I just generally feel better than taking like a monster or a Red Bull. My stomach's not all fucked up. Like when I take a monster or a Red Bull, I feel like crap like absolute crap. And like, it's just not comparable. Once you're done too, you get the energy. And then all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, I'm tired. I drink the G fuel. I get the energy I need. And it's not like, Oh, I'm tired. Like I got to pass out. It's just like, okay, I'm good. Like, it's just like nothing yeah, it's happened, not a super. Right? It's like, not a spike. It's a, it's a gradual curve. Exactly. It's a, it's a constant energy. Yeah. So like, you don't feel like you're like, Oh my God, I can conquer the world. <laughs> But you feel like okay, I'm getting my it's shit done. Like, I it's not like pre workout. It's like I gotta have the pumps. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> so it's not like it, which I, I find it works really well. I love the product, and I mean you can see it too. Like I, that's what I'm saying. So before um yeah, so before we got the sponsorship, um, I I swear by the product, right? Like so like I said, I buy it mm-hmm. myself. I think if I'm gonna go look really quickly here, just bear with me. If I'm looking at my account, I think I had almost like two thousand dollars of 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 G Fuel purchase. <laughs> yeah, give me two seconds, I'll confirm. <laughs> and and let's not forget,
0: this is your personal consumption too, right?
1: Personal consumption. And, and, yes. And, and,
0: and I mean, for the people that are out there, G Fuel is basically the powder uh, substance that you know you mix it in with water, and then after that, you you, it's 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 a half it's a I half, half bridge between nootropics and 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 caffeine boost and everything. Um
1: so 18 orders and I would say the average of the orders were like $90, $90 to $100 US. Like I have some that are 203 US, some that are 44 129 138 71 60 92 like 178, it really depends. But I would say like on average it would be like $80 an order. Like I was ordering tubs and tubs and tubs like it's crazy. Like the peach cobbler, I'd buy two of them. Like sometimes too, like when I had, what I would like to do is that when a new um, flavor, new flavor would come out and they'd have like a, a, a box, the collector's box that comes out with it. I'd buy the collector's box and then I'd buy the tub because I wanted the collector's box to be full and like there with the shaker and everything. And then I would just have the tub to consume. Ah. Right. So that's why like you see, like I, I think i sent you some pictures of the, the room. Like you'll see some, some boxes up mm-hmm. there. Uh, so yeah it's just, i don't know I, I love the product and i was you know i was purchasing it i was pushing it and at, at first the sponsorship um basically like they had reached out to me and said like hey um uh, you know i had applied a couple times and got refused and then a third time i think um they were like yeah um no 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 problem like we'll give you we'll give you a code like we like what you're doing you're very involved this and that and um they decided to give me a code, and I just said, "Well, instead of giving me the code, I'm like, I rather use it for the guys." Okay. Um. So I'm like, I want to use it for the org instead because it was a personal sponsorship at mm-hmm. first. Um. So I just I said, "Well, you know what?" I said, "I do have an esports org, and you know a lot of my players do consume it as well." So I think I want to go that route instead. And they were like, "Yeah, it's like that works perfectly fine. It's not an issue." So we decided to do the the sponsorship for Livid instead. Yeah. And what's so funny is,
0: are you the only org in canada as far as i know uh uh, that's a good question i think that's why it it really intrigues me that the minute that you got that sponsorship is like because everything is in the states quote unquote right and canada is like special land and we're thankful that we get dreamhack once in a while and uh, yeah and everything and after i was like damn you got it And and, and, like it's beyond HyperX and and all that, that they do have an outlet here and everything. But the fact that the trajectory that G Fuel's heading and the fact that you as an org got that, it's like fucking
1: A. And yeah, I think we are really. (laughs) I think we are now that you, I'm because I'm looking at other. Who else is a Canadian? Well, I mean, there's not that many Canadian esport organizations at the beginning, right? And that's the thing. That
0: that was one of the points that I wanted to to make is the fact that on I, okay, first off, obviously everybody that knows me, I do my work with Mirage Esports, but I've been friendly. I've been a friendly in esports in general because I want my work to be out there. I want people to be uh, hmm. known, that's why I freely give my pictures to you, to Jerry, to, uh, uh, Pinky, Samantha, and anybody that ever asked me like, Hey, can, can we have your pictures? Like, sure here. And like, if there's any problem with the fact that, Oh, Mirage, Mirage logo is there. Like, sure. I'll put mine in solo and like just give it out or everything. And it's like, as long as, you know, you do your social dil- diligence, and like I'm, I'm cool with it. It's like uh, beyond that, if you start doing like commercial stuff, talk with me, and we can make out make out a deal. But bottom line is the fact that, uh, Mirage, Livid, uh, Team Sarah Scout, I think o- uh Oceanus, um, yeah, for their CSGO. I think is juggernaut and or, I, I think that's yeah, I think they have Juggernaut, again. and and after that, obviously, there's the collegial stuff, but the collegial doesn't. Uh, it stays at that level too. They try to get into the higher rank, but then after that it's like, you know,
1: they they have studies. The problem with collegiate and university is not the players being an issue, it's the lack of support from the universities. Yes. Um and I found like I find that really ridiculous considering the amount of money universities make. Um you know like I know there's I'm not gonna mention which universities, but I'm I you know I've a couple of ties with some esport orgs with uh, within Montreal universities. Mm-hmm. And they were telling me that like they literally get two thousand dollars a year in budget for the org. For the for the for the club, for. right? So like that's to pay for their tickets and jerseys and so like that's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Considering that these these you know universities make millions and millions of dollars a year, that's not a lot. Where you can, you know, you could legit set a program up where you can even bring in more income on tuition. Where you can do like the University of, uh, I think it's U of BC, uh, that made you know their own esport arena. They have an, a, pro, a full program, like fully funded. Well, there's that, and
0: I think uh, so, our boys from uh, Saint Gaming also has has yep. a huge Saints, Yeah, they. They have a freaking bus. Yeah, every time, like tr- crazy. Every time our boy True Lie comes in, uh, and he comes in with uh, his clan of uh, Saint Gaming is like,
1: "Oh, God bless these guys!" Uh, right? <laughs> no, it's great. They're doing great work, and honestly, uh, you know, I commend them for that because it's something that we need. Uh, you know, especially at any level of education, whether it's high school, it could be a spa. It's good. You have some people that you know they they like to play basketball. Some people like to play video yeah. games. But but
0: uh, not only so. that, I I think and i am a proponent of this is because i not only do photography i do my own uh graphics and stuff like that. but I, will, I do talk to the younger crowd uh and, and everything and it's like there's an entire ecosystem you can piggyback off from just esports oh, itself. Hell yeah. forget if hell yeah. for, forget about just being an esports uh you can be an esports personality you can be a like a player and stuff like that. but that Is a different skill level, but you take a look at the NHL, like real sports team, NHL, NBA and stuff like that. There's, there's, there's a requirement of an entire ecosystem to back that stuff up.
1: So of course, and what's cool too, is that you can also get government backing, like there's subsidies and, and, and things that could, you can really go and get a lot of money from the government, especially as, as a higher education um, institution. Like it's they'll ridiculous. give you grants and stuff like that. That's government funded. As long as you play the game,
0: as long as you have your proposal, this is what we're gonna do with it. This is how we're gonna give back to the students and stuff like that, and make a strong foundation behind it. And then, and it's, it's, then after that, it trickles down to too. to convincing the parents too.
1: Well, it's it's another thing too that you know with every with every sport, you know, you start having scholarships. Yep. Uh, and with scholarships, you have better players, and then you have more people that want to go to college and go to university because, well, you know what? I just got a scholarship on on esports. Yeah, and after that, and people is going to say like it's like football and soccer and stuff like that. You're actually giving a new route for for people to give them a bit more courage and a bit more um, you know uh, potential in order to go to a higher education, and you know you want to continue. You want to continue competing at this level. Uh, You want to have, you know, different sponsors as well that come in and they'll help you. You can even, you know, at one point go to a salary base, uh, depending on, on, you know, how the performance is. You could also have a sideline job while in school paying for your tuition and essentially get a free education yep.
0: like everything a to z a on top idea. of that if you can create a entrepreneurship type of mindset it's like okay how do i bring up my brand or stuff like that and a personal brand or brand be a contributing part of the organization for example like it's not it's it's good to be dedicated as a player and everything and like i'm thinking of all the korean players that play starcraft at 14 hours straight Boot camps and, and stuff like that, but after that it's like, how long can you sustain on, on that? Then after that you have to start looking at like what else can I help out on? Is it gonna be the marketing, the analysis, the database, uh, websites? Like you know that. It, it, just endless and as long as you're part of the ecosystem then you can start opening up your mindset to be a contributor of it and after that 100 percent, you can go a long way from that like i look at all 100%. i look at first off my successor i, I need to find my successor because <laughs> i'm getting fucking yeah, old No, for sure
1: <laughs> <laughs> Please do not tell me about getting old. Oh <laughs> Please, it's a reality. I'm fact. scared. It's a reality fact. Ah, don't be. Don't no, be. for sure. We all get old. We all die someday. Yeah. But we, you know, we 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 get it's...
0: there. And what's funny is the fact that I I was always interested in video games. By the fact, I've played the hell out of everything. But after that, like one of my boys had a internet cafe all the way at Place Vert. Uh, no, Code Vertu. Sorry, not Place Vertu. Code Vertu. He had an internet cafe that directly competed against BNet, Balnet, back in the days.
1: Oh, are you are you talking about the one that was next to um, Cafe Zaza? Chezaza? Okay, Cafe uh, Chezaza, That's BNet. That's, that's Bnet, BNet.
0: Okay. My 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 boy's cafe was at the corner of the strip mall, and it was used to be called and Enf- next to the Tim Hortons. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 So my boys' cafe okay. was there, and that was back in the day where uh, League of Legends was competing against Han, Heroes of New Worth, okay. to be the next successor of MOBA, because Dota, Dota, Dota was still a mod in Warcraft, in Warcraft and uh, uh, CS, uh, CSGO was still prevalent, uh, StarCraft 2 was in Wings, Wings of Liberty style and stuff like that, and esports was, you know... Uh, still not where it is right now and, and stuff like that but back in the days that was the 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 up-and-coming thing there was more sponsorship but it was always grassroots and everything and now fast forward everything just decided to uh blow up and everything but the thing is you have to ride the proper economy behind it and and we and speaking of being old it's not now we have the old pundits like the, the, the marketing professors and started and try to put on their like uh, bl- uh thoughtful blazers and try to be nothing i want the young guys trying to be them to to see the future try to be training their mindset and this is like hey now we have a new opportunity as younger people try to sustain well what's going to happen in the 30 years plus of my age set i i ain't going to be in 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 that level and on, on top of that the the the, the esports personalities, like the single personality, the people that go on Twitch and stuff like that, is it's gonna be more saturated in, in that effect. Like how can I contribute in the behind the scenes, like in terms of organization, in terms of marketing, in terms of what can I contribute
1: next in order to be sustainable in and stuff, And it's it's a it's a very tough question to answer just because it's so rapidly yeah. changing. Um so what was the meta, you know, quote unquote <laughs> for for esports um 10 years ago now is completely obliterated. Yes. You know, like the way people stream, the way people interact um it's completely different. It's completely different. So you can't really sit there and then be like, "Oh, okay, well, if I have a plan right now of how we're going to do it, it's going to work for the next 20 years. If you really think that, then do not get into business in eSports. Do not get into business in anything technological because it's it's such a rapid changing environment that you need to constantly be on your game and you need to constantly... Be on the pulse. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes, but at the same time, you have to constantly reevaluate every decision you're making. So whether it's short-term or long-term because the decisions that you do make in order to progress may make no sense in even six to eight months. That's how scary it is. So like, as even as an org owner, like sometimes it's like, okay, well, do we jump in? Like, do we jump into this roster? Do we jump into this game? Yeah. Like Valorant um, right now is the it know.
0: thing. Are you, and
1: it is the it thing, but again, as much as it is the, it, the, it thing, a lot of companies are jumping onto it, creating tournaments and this and that just because of the viewership. But It's just very, it's a very awkward position to be as an org owner because there are so many players out there and that there's no specific, um, how do I say, there's no specific talent line that we can set aside and be like, okay, well, this is what the base of talent needs to be. In order to compete at a certain level. Because right now,
0: everybody's volatile, right? Everybody could be good now. The minute a dirty map drops
1: in or the meta changes because they they, they just release a new hero. Well, no, not even. It's just we don't have enough experience right now, right? So, like, per- take perfect example. If you're looking at all the big tournaments that are going on with the invited teams, they're all ex yes pros. So, it, they're pros that didn't make it to Pro CSGO, League. There's some pros that made it to right? Pro League. Um, yeah, so you're getting a lot of players that, I guess, felt stagnant in where they were in their other games and decided to try something new and are really liking the game. Um, because, I mean, the state of CSGO was, wasn't really going anywhere, um, in, in my opinion, anyways. And I think a lot of players' opinions where you can see it. There's a lot of Counter-Strike players falling off into Valorant just because there was no support with the game. You know, too many cheaters, uh, you know, certain leagues... Uh, weren't really up to standard, uh, so and, and now you're seeing, once the playership has been dropping, you have a lot more updates that are coming up now. All the CS:GO patches that are coming up, um, you know, perfect example. Esca launched an incredible asset to their 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 new gameplay formats with you know the the demo watching and the dry runs with the bots, like basically on how you do it. Um, so like I, I think it's called re. I think it's re-trigger or something like that. It's, it's a brand new thing with, with ESEA Insider. So like you can do a dry run, it'll record your dry run and then you can play against your dry run. So whatever you just did, it'll repeat. And then you can play as if you were the other team to see like, oh, did your smoke actually smoke off that area? Um Did the flash actually blind the player that you're trying to blind? So there's a lot, there's a lot less of, you know, let me throw a thousand smokes and figure it out and then no clip and then fly to it where everything is like really seamless now. It looks really great. And I feel like there's a lot of players that are going to be happy about those changes. Um, but no, like, you know, coming back to it, like I said, there's there's too many players right now that have just gotten access to the game. Um, the game is very new and the talent base is very new. So like jumping into something, uh, you know, you really have to be sure about what you want to do with your rosters and how long you want to commit to the rosters because you don't know if within the next, you know, 3 weeks uh some 13 year old is going to be taking down everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like as no but it, it's true because look at perfect example if you look at Fortnite. Oh yeah. Right? Buga was a nobody before he won 16 mil. You know, 6 6 mil I think or 3 mil or oh, yeah. something like that. 16 yeah, years old. Yeah, yeah. Right? Everybody was like, "Oh, Tfu this, Tifu that, Tifu this. He's got to beat, he's got to beat." And like now kids are completely running over it. Like 13, 14 year olds running over Tfu why because you know people are coming up it's always that's always it. a new game people start grinding and then you, you'll get a bunch of new stars it's it's never you can never count on the same players being the best uh especially with you know the new games coming in and now how how younger kids are getting so much quicker uh, i mean I've, i see some kids man some eight-year-olds on facebook doing facebook gaming it pops up on your your feed sometime and you're like this kid's nuts <laughs> Kids absolutely absolutely nuts because eight years old and it's you know his father's sitting there and the kids streaming and the father's there he's taking care of the chat and everything but this kid's like eight years old cranking 90s yeah. like i've never seen yeah. but never seen i mean the, the, so it's, you know that's it's,
0: the age of the skill set right so basically like you're they're sponges and yeah. now obviously there's a huge difference in the pros mindset versus an eight-year-old but for the skill just raw skills it's oh, no, just like sure. the nba you take vince carter out of the, the raw skill roster rosters like uh, out of out of uh, college and stuff like that, and you, you give him to go pro. Obviously, he's good in the raw talent, but after that, team synergy, team mindset—like
1: he grew, like in this in this four decades. Of course, there's discipline to there's practice. There's you know there's there's a whole thing that goes around actually being a good player. Um, But like I said, it's it's when it comes to games and stuff like that, you really have to make sure. Unless it, maybe, it really depends too. If you don't have much riding on it, then, you know, no problem. But a lot of people tend to, um, a lot of players tend to over themselves. And it sucks because y- you want to do, you want to support them to a certain extent, but because you have other people that, Oh, well I'm just as good as them. I don't necessarily have the experience, but I'm just as good. So I'm worth that. You know, a lot of people have that mindset of like, Oh, I'm worth thousands of dollars because I can click heads. Which is it's not a reality. There's a lot more to it than just being able to aim. So that's why it's 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 very complicated to try and find rosters that mesh together and players that mesh together, and you gotta got players with a mind, like, a good mindset as well. And, and is that the struggle um, so, to know,
0: make a sustainable org that you know that you trust on on tor- towards your player and
1: everything? Um, it's it's really hard on the aspect of where you're at as an org. And the capital you have. So, being a you know a generally fresh org in the scene, we've only been around for I think almost two years now. Um, it's our cash flow is not the same cash flow as, for example, Phase or Cloud Nine or you know organizations like that. They have 15, 16 years of, of grinding in order to have that that, that cash flow. So taking a gamble on five players for six months that costs a thousand dollars us a player on a company that's you know netting millions of dollars a year eh. what's 30 g's to you know six seven eight nine ten million we'll take a chance plans out that you know what takes a chance these guys are freaking nuts there we go perfect take a chance they're not as good as we thought okay could have been worse mm-hmm. you know what i mean look look at for example mirage grizzlies you know windstorm you have sailor scouts you have uh liberty gaming Nobu, uh, you know nordique all these orgs uh, domination too i there's, think or dark agents and NSTS. yes intense yes psychotic the gaming you know like there's psychopaths yeah psychopaths ocg too like these are all organizations that are self funded this, these are all orgs that the owners have their, you know, everyday lives, their bills and, and their responsibilities. And then they go, well, okay, at the end of the month, I have an extra five, 600 bucks. Well, instead of, you know, going to the club and spending it, well, let's take that and put it into the org. Right? So if we have, you know, five, 600 bucks here, a thousand bucks there, you know, we end up budgeting at a certain extent. When I have a team that goes, yeah, well, we want $1,000 a month for three months or for six months or whatever. And I'm looking at a $30,000 bill at the end of the month. It's a huge gamble for us. So it's, that's what makes it extremely hard. And that's why like a lot of people think like, oh, oh, Livid's got money. Livid's got money. No, it's not. It has nothing to do with that. It's basically the way that we grind and like we help our players. A lot of it comes out of our pockets. And people tend to not understand that there has to be a separation between the people that own the organization and their everyday lives, right? So, for example, like I do a lot of freelance marketing. I do, you know, I, I have my own company uh, and, you know, I do a lot of stuff on the side. But Livid is not my mm-hmm. daily breadwinner. Yep. It's a passion project for me it's it's something that i've always wanted to do and it's something that we're that we're investing in for the future and you know i want to, we we want to do something great with it but it's not like i don't i don't live off of you know the income that livid gets whatever income livid gets we always dump back yeah, into the team so that's how we, we self sustain you
0: know, like, hey, it's just like a startup startup company startup company when you start ah. funding, that you have to look at you have to or go get the funding or if there's no funding, well you can't take the salary because the fact that we, you might as well close the door It's so whatever that's left, whatever you
1: float what salary, at, right? what salary,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, but see, that's the thing. And, and a lot of people don't understand that those they'll, they'll look at, for example, you know what I do on my personal life. And then they'll automatically tie it into livid going well, huh? I know, he's got money. He's got a nice car. He's got nice things, so he can afford it. Like, no, nah, dude, it has nothing to do with that. And people have to, you know, they have to kind of step back and and realize that there's a there's a complete different thing here. Um, you know, and it, it it ends up transpiring into basically seeing how other people view the org and how other people view the success of different orgs. But people are people um, bitter to the fact that you know they they can't
0: se- separate. The fact that you have your own thing, that there's the
1: org doing one thing and stuff like that. I don't think it's a thing of people being bitter. I think it's just a thing of people not being able to understand the difference between the two. Um, I mean, you will have those people that are jealous no matter what. Like, it's it's inevitable. But I think the issue is not people being bitter. It's just really people not understanding that there's a difference. It's two different realms. You know, it's like perfect example. If you look at, um, I'm going to take an example like, uh, okay. Perfect example. You look at a, 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 Hmm. a hockey player, right? The hockey player does make millions of dollars on, you know, playing hockey. However, if they open up another company for another business, Right. Um, perfect example would be, oh, uh, uh, Christ, I'm trying to think of it. Hmm. Okay. We'll just do, for example, I'm a hockey yeah. player. I make $2 million a year. I decide I want to open up a water company. Okay. These are my new water bottles. They're, you know, I have a water bottle company at the end of the day. I'm taking from my personal income and in, right in order to invest into a company in order to build something a new project. I'm not going to invest everything I own because if, if you jump, if, if I were to dump everything that I own into a company and the company fails, then I'm, yeah. I'm in the streets. Right. So I'm not going to look at, you know, the hockey player. Okay. Well, maybe it's a bad idea. Maybe well, let's just say like a hockey player doesn't make 10 million a year. Like let me a hockey player that makes 150,000 or 200,000, right. Or like a junior prospect. Okay. That just got, or we can take through, Scotty like, Pittman,
0: who got shafted
1: by the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying like a, a superstar athlete here, but an athlete that's doing well. At the end of the day, if they want to have a, a, another passion project that they're very passionate about and they want to to start as a business, you can't be like, well, you make $200,000 a year, you can afford the loss. That no, has nothing to do with the anything. fact that you don't. And that's what people don't understand. People, people seem, they, they see the, the, the person in front of them and they just assume. Because they constantly it's a right?
0: Okay. And then, I mean, they don't
1: know the... Oh, with anything, with anything, dude. I mean, I come mm-hmm. from the automotive industry, right? So we were doing car shows. I was organizing car shows for about six years. Um, you know, I've built cars. I've, I've done some crazy projects. And like, we're starting a new one with the Raptor as well. But at the end of the day, like a lot of people were like, oh, est rich. Capable de like, nah, dude, I'm not rich. Like it's, I built my car, marketing the shit out of my car, contacting companies, working together with companies, creating content grinding at car shows, traveling to car shows, uh, you know, like putting in the work. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it is. The reason why you're successful is not because you have. Yeah, it's easier with money Like, that, you know, comes without a doubt. But you at the end assume. of the day, it has nothing. To, yeah, exactly. Excellence. You shouldn't assume. And a lot of people tend to assume and they tend. And it's it's like that with anything, too. Like, I, I know a couple of, of people that, that have bowed mouth other orgs. And I'm like, dude, if you even knew the owners like a lot of the owners talk to each other and we, we really get to know each other and we try and help out as much as possible. Uh, you know, when it comes in game, we get nasty, but apart from like, we understand out of each game, other. You, you understand, understand Once it's time, because- time to play against each other. It's like, I don't talk to you. You don't talk to me. We're here for, you know, we want to yes. win. It's competitive. As soon as the server yeah. goes offline, dude, I see the guys from OCG. Anytime. Let's go out for dinner. Let's yeah. go out for drinks. Let's <laughs> hang out. No problem. Same thing with Nobu. No problem. Same thing with any other organization. Mm-hmm. I have no issue with it. But, you know, when business calls, business calls. And that's what it is. But, like, a lot of people tend to judge other organizations and look, oh, yeah, this person's this, this person's that. I'm like, bro, if you had an idea about how hard some of these people grind, like, it's incredible. Incredible. And it has nothing to do with being rich or having money or not having money or anything. It just has to do with the mindset behind. That's all it is. If you're hungry, you'll get it. So it's just uh, – I don't know. It's it's a touchy subject because a lot of people. It's it's but it's like that in in everything. It's like that in school. It's like that in in everyday work. It's like that in sports. It's 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 just an, an ideology that a lot of people like to complain and bitch rather than actually look further than the, yeah, what's presented it's, it's in front of them. What uh, the Gary V
0: here. also mentioned or like the, the picture or probably stuff that I've, I've seen in, on Instagram it's like the iceberg, right? So you see the top of the the iceberg, the the little exactly
1: you see yeah and after what's you see going the, on hit, the
0: biggest boulder sinking on the bottom which is basically all the grind that you've done all the the trials and errors and then all the no's and everything like, and you just mentioned like you you apply to Field, they said no and after you apply again oh okay now x amount of month x,
1: yeah got me on the radar right because they were like oh who's this kid and then you know oh okay so you're he posts a lot he likes the stuff he does the reviews he does like he talks about it and you know like I'm literally trying to work as hard as possible to be able to, you know, have like a reseller out here for G fuel. Oh, please do something. That means shipping. And I know know. it's (laughs) a lot of money though. That's the thing. I'm trying to find the right partner that wants to get in and, and, you know, maybe present to them with something. Um, give me a second, Chester. Come here. (laughs) My dog wants to go out. Um, so yeah, so it's, 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 there's a lot of things that, uh, you know, that go into, uh, into uh, effect when it comes to sponsorships yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So, so. Uh, you really have to believe in the product. That's all it is. Believe in the product and something that you enjoy. If you enjoy, you have there's there's no issue pushing it. It's never forced if you really enjoy the product.
0: Now, let's end it off with um, what's coming up with
1: Livid. Um. So right now with COVID and like the lack of lands and stuff like that, we're trying to we're trying to make sure we. You know, we plan our right moves properly. Um, we have a couple of rosters in the works. Um, First, you know, we do have a Valorant roster that we're going to announce in a week or so. I'm just waiting on a couple more clips from the players so we can mm-hmm. get that in the video. Uh, but I'm, I'm really excited for these guys because they're local. Um, there's some older guys too. So it's not really young guns, but they're, I don't want to say too much, um, but they're older guys, a bit more experience in the game, and which you uh, need right now. Because as as
0: I, as I've finally got to pay to play the game since I've been shafted out of the beta for the longest time, <laughs> it is what I call t- CS Overwatch, which is tactical. So you have a bit of aspect on you. Not got, you. Got to need to know the attributes of your heroes or your operatives, and after that, it's still the the aiming part of the CSGO and the tactical map and stuff like that, which is that's why I call it the hybrid and everything. So you need a bit of what I call the adult mindsets and and, and pay attention and stuff like that. So so that helps to have yep. an older older crew uh the that, that's
1: I kind of like it too because the old guys can still kick the little guys like the younger guys' asses. Yeah, I like yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like we're never too old to frag out. So you know I think the, the age range of the team is between 27 and 35. So it's uh it's I, I'm excited. I'm really excited. And we do we also have, we have a a second Valorant roster as well. Um that's in the works. So we're going to have our I, I want to say Canadian and US roster. Um so there's there's a couple of things uh in the pipeline. We are looking at possibly going back into Rainbow 6. Um, I do miss I do miss the game. Obviously. You miss it but you refuse um, to play it. <laughs> I can't play it, but I love watching it. I, I find Rainbow Six is by far the most I exciting game to watch.
0: Ever since I got ringed into it and when
1: the, the Invitational Six oh. came in, it's amazing. And, you know, I, I managed to make some really good friends uh in, in the scene, too. Some guys off of G2, some guys off of uh what used to be Rec, um, you know, Penta as well. We, we, we really, I, I got to mesh with some really cool people and it just made me love the game even more that the fact that ubisoft yes. is a montreal that's uh, not only that when they so. when they
0: revealed the plan that they have for the games in order to give back to the yeah. org that yep. gave me like ding they understand esports then they understand their community and then now uh which i talked with uh my boy carl from northern arena now they subdivided the division to North America to Canadian versus U.S.
1: Canadian now ad, yeah, there's exactly. a, a a nice playing field for us Canadians. Of course, and it what, it gives a really good chance to Canadian players in, in in order to thrive, right? So that's what's really awesome about the, that. Ubisoft is kind you know they're starting to step not not st- not step up because they were always very I feel like they're always very present but I feel like they're they're really looking at esports as a whole and like they they want to um yes. tout le monde like they they, they, really wanna, want, to, they, they, they want
0: to treat the ecosystem right and that's that, exactly. that's the thing that I've been emphasizing throughout our talk it's it's about an ecosystem it's not just about one thing. It's the org or whatever it is. I know that the fact that uh, what's it called, the uh, EG got a bit of bitter because of the the invite and and stuff like that went before the eh, the, the reshuffle and everything. But I mean, like you know, let's look at the long game. The fact that they have, I think, a two year plan, and they're giving back more. And uh-huh. and I not only that, I think, um, uh, the guy that I like, uh, uh Kevin Naki, uh, who re- represent Rogue organization and if and he said it straight off they make more money on what's happening in the ecosystem of rainbow six than 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 league of legends and and, and all that not obvious
1: That's a great game and it's got an incredible fan base uh, a very loyal fan base too so it's it's exciting yeah. to be able to get into that and it, um but no it's, it's like i said it's 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 more of um you know we're, we're currently looking for some rosters and we're always looking right we're always looking for talent we're always uh, looking for up and coming players, but we just want to make sure that, you know, we're doing the right thing and we're getting into the right games. Uh, and we also don't want to Extend. over, yeah, I guess, overpopulate and overextend uh, to a point where it doesn't, you know, it's no manageable, longer manageable.
0: and no longer fun um, for the players. Right. So basically,
1: yeah, you know, exactly. It's not fun to
0: be a player in which you're part of an org. You want to represent it. And after that, it's so oversaturated to the fact that y- y- you're bringing in your, your negative vibes and, 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 and everything. And after I was like, now what? It's like, or as a player, I leave, or like I'm going to have my manager's like, listen, guy, you can't cut it anymore because, you know, stuff like that. And then yeah. and, and, and as you explained earlier, is like you're building on a team, on another passion, and you don't want to let your players down because the fact that the org doesn't mesh well with their personality and everything, and that is an important factor uh being an org, uh manager and, and and bringing down your type of ideology down to the players so that you know it gives it a better long run like i i see that you renew uh your 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 sponsorship with um Pinky Sammy for example being a Hearthstone player and we don't even know where Hearthstone's going to go per se and stuff like that, especially in Quebec and everything uh, but you know, like it's it's good the, the the fact that eventually you're gonna be looking at a, a team for Rainbow Six, and hopefully, uh whenever, whatever happens to to the world about the COVID nineteen,
1: at least maybe well that's the thing too, right? We gotta we have to make sure that there's there's enough going around in order to you know want to jump in as well. Uh, if there's no tournaments, there's no lands and stuff like that. It's kind of hard to um, to really want to invest in a roster. Uh, if, if you can't guarantee that you know it's it's what it's about the online stuff? stuff right so like the op- that's the problem with that is that like we've we've had our fair share of online stuff and there's it, there's a lot of little tournaments around but there's nothing significant right so like in in order for something to really happen like our players for example in valorant there's a lot of online tournaments but there are five hundred dollars here a thousand dollars here you know, fifteen hundred dollars here, two hundred dollars here, a hundred dollars here. There's nothing really concrete yet. So having guys run like seven tournaments a week in order to make like, let's say, even if they were to win all seven of them to make like five thousand dollars separated amongst five people, that's rough. That's a lot of hours that you're investing, right? So it's like, do I want to put the players a through lot that of stress? Hours plus do uncertainties, to... right? So so it's... exactly. So it, like I said, it comes back to the the whole thing of, you know, capital. Uh, if it makes sense to an org, you know, for example, like phase where they have a shit ton of money or, and they can put, and it's just like any business, right? If you have a business where you have a lot of capital, you can still pay your employees during like, for example, the pandemic and they still pay their salaries while they were still not, they weren't working or they're working at home or whatnot. It's not a problem. But then you have the smaller companies that just won't make it. And there's just, I, I don't even, you know, it's not like, I don't even think that a subsidy, like, I, I don't think I can go to the government and say like, Hey, um you know, we're going to pay these guys salaries to play video <laughs> games. So we want 75% to help. And it's like, they're going to look at us like, it's, what? It's <laughs> the fuck like out of We're here. doing our social you know what mean? like It's not, it, <laughs> it's not important <laughs> enough for, to, to get help for, you know, and grants and stuff like that to the government. So yeah. we really have to be smart for a business you know, plan, like, for, for a business plan day,
0: and, and, and everything
1: exactly because like money doesn't fall from trees man so like it's uh it's a rough business to get into and you need a lot of money to become you know something like phase and and i i keep saying phase just because like they're literally juggernaut. you you think of the most successful organization and that's the first thing that comes up to your, your mind you're mind, mine i mean it's um, you TL, know I, team liquid Uh, I don't know, you don't man. Think... I I mean, success player-wise? Uh, okay, no, let's not forget. In, like, championships and stuff like that? Yes, I can get it. But if you look at the... Um, let me just... Hold on. Uh, Liquid Gaming. Now, mind you, I come
0: from a different roster of background, right? So you're in the FPS. I come from StarCraft plus Dota 2, in which Liquid did win one of the international tournaments and stuff like that and that's like a, a whopping eight mil or something um, but obviously if you're checking into CSgo and and, and, and stuff like that uh, and League of legends and, and and you know overall and everything then obviously you know face clan or Astralis and stuff like that uh, that that or uh, I would say CLG cloud 9, and stuff like that would ring a bigger bell. Um,
1: Actually, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, no, no, for sure.
0: No, but I mean, Team Liquid, they built a business yeah. model in the, in the backbone. Like to me, if I want to see a, a Wikipedia report, I'm going to TL.net. And then after that, you go from there and you, you look at what, you know, we're talking about sponsors. They have a sponsorship with Honda. They have a HyperX um,
1: and, and, and a, different thing but the thing is in terms of org level yeah but you're looking yeah org level in terms of prize winnings you're looking at liquid that brings in for example in 2019 they brought in i think nine million um versus phase three million but if you look at phases income on content creation yes. and streamers and merch and whatnot i think yes. phase has the it's game. just like what you just explained I, with I, the you know i think
0: sports player right here's yeah. your base salary but take yeah. in, I'm gonna take Jordan as an example. <laughs> like, look at yeah. his little little salary, but after that Nike Air Jordan, after sponsorships and so, that's the real business model. Like even now LeBron James and everything. LeBron James is no fool. He made a business. He has his own mm-hmm. brand. He has partnerships. And even Shaq. Shaq has a master's degree apparently. Uh, and he owns. Does he own Five Guys or does he owns an archery? Uh, anyways am not like, sure there's a side business and stuff like that then here for an organization to sustain itself and that's what that's the bottom line it's like you can't just rely on the prize money and everything yeah, yeah mm. that's what it is so you're looking into two Valorant up and coming possibly Rainbow Six yep are you coming back to see uh uh
1: Hearthstone uh, you you're with Hardstone, we still have we still yep. have Pinky going strong. Um, she's actually I, I I love the fact that how she's grinding. She's becoming a better player with every tournament, um, and and that's just one of the reasons why we we still want to stick beside her and, and you know do what we can to help her. Uh, she's got an amazing personality. She's she's just so bubbly and she's always optimistic. Uh, you know, like even there's there's certain. Certain things that you know you do have self doubt sometimes as a player that you know you're not sure. But like when she does have that self doubt and like I tell her like no you don't understand like you're great and she's like no yeah you're right you're right perfect and then she'll go in and she'll push like she never she never shoots herself in the foot to the point where like she doesn't want to do it anymore. So like it's it's something that she's got that fire she's got that spark and I absolutely love that about her. She does not stop and you know she's uh, she's she's a great person uh, very entertaining too. So it's it just, it, you know, made perfect sense for us to continue That's our relationship awesome. with her. And uh... anything you want to say before we leave off? Um, I mean, there's <laughs> there's a lot to say, but I don't think we can get it done in an hour. I mean, I can talk to you. <laughs> we'll days, have you back. Definitely... Um, uh, I'll... Yeah, I mean, we can. This was just, I guess, uh, you know, a precursor to, to what was coming uh, in the future, I guess, just to give a little intro and. Uh, get familiarized mm. a little bit more. But uh no, I really enjoyed this and thank thanks. Thanks again man. Uh
0: I'll make sure to post all the links on the description of the show note.
1: Thanks man. Take care. Take care. No, thank you, brother. Cheers.